Welcome to Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. Are you a passionate person who wants to stand out in your field and become an iconic leader who thrives within your genius zone? Here on this show, I interview people who are heart-centered and passionate about serving the world with an outstanding presence. I will demonstrate here how to tap into your infinite God-given gift and platform your limitless potential to create a world-class business. Hello, hello and welcome. Welcome to the place and the space where we discover your zone of genius, where we bring in the most amazing people so that we can bring value to you and share gold nuggets so that you can have the greatest life possible. Now, with no further ado, I just want to give you a little bit of a history. This year has kicked off in the world of Terry Messenger with a really big bang as a trainer and a coach and a a person that's been transforming people for years and years and years and years. The number one thing I love to seeing is people living their legacy life. And, you know, I opened up a program because I knew that in our world of coaching where there are thousands and maybe even trillions of coaches out there in the online space, I decided that something had to change. Something had to change to set people apart so that if you could bring someone forward and really allow them to shine, they would become a master at what they do. They would become like no other in the world. This means being authentic, truly and deeply yourself, acknowledging your biggest and most deepest wounds and actually utilising that as a rock-solid foundation to rise and become the best in your field. Now, whether you're a teacher, preacher, whether you're a counsellor, psychologist, whether you're a parent, a business person, entrepreneur, this is the place where greatness begins. This is Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. And with no further ado, I'm going to bring forth a lady. This lady is going to be such an inspiration to many of you who are ready to catapult, who are wanting to launch your own legacy. Maybe you've been in the battlefields. Maybe you just haven't been able to quite get the leverage in your business, if you're a coach or if you're in a, in that realm where you're really wanting to stand out and you just feel like you are drowning, this lady we're going to bring on board, she is a university instructor. She specialises in the teaching of English as a second language. And this lady has come into the space of coaching And what is going to be so good for you as a listener 
is that you're going to be able to hear her story of her her most maybe some of her darkest moments and how she now wants to stand up and become a coach so that she can help other women and she's very well equipped to do that she is an authority to be able to do that because of her experience her knowledge and also because she is currently now working alongside of me so she's really only just come on board with me but you're going to be able to see firsthand how we can take someone and really navigate their zone of genius create their legacy and show you what the zone of genius is all about so with no further ado i bring on this beautiful woman maybe the next opera winfrey she is a transformational mindset coach and she is michelle hi michelle how are you i'm fine and you how are you doing terry i'm going very very well and can you tell us where are you i'm currently in the middle east i'm in saudi arabia Beautiful, beautiful. So you're about six hours behind me. So it's interesting how I currently have, you know, somebody in Sweden in our, you know, portal at the moment and, of course, yourself. And there's been a couple of people that I've interviewed from that part of the world. So welcome, Michelle. And Thank you, Terry. I would love to, <laughs> I would love to just really dig deep here and I wonder if you would give us permission to really sure. go deep. Um, and you know because this is going to be so helpful to so many other coaches and it's when women and men hear the story of how someone else has gone from you know the darkest place to where they are that becomes you know a real light to the world so firstly my first question is what made you decide you wanted to become a coach um, what made me decide I wanted to become a coach? So let's take a trip down memory lane. Um, 20, about 30 years ago, uh, when I was applying for university uh, programs, my, my mom was like, become a teacher. And I was like, mama, I don't want to become like you. And she said, I'm going to remember those words. And so I studied public administration and then I, in Lesotho, that's in Southern Africa. And then I got a scholarship to go study for my master's in the States. I did my first master's in public administration and did an internship in Washington, DC and was going to Congress. And then it was like, oh, I think I want to change my career. So I, about I think three years later, I went back to school and became a special needs teacher. But um, the reason I wanted to tell that story was when I started working as a special needs teacher, I always would have parents ask me for information, for help. I would always go to the speech therapy, uh, the speech therapist, um, because I was teaching um, language, uh, English language and language skills. So I learned sign language and I was always being, uh, I think my mentor called it a busybody. I would always be trying to find information for the parents, trying to get them help. So um, when I started working with my pastor, I became a youth minister. And again, I was working with uh, young uh, teenagers 
that were at risk. And so it was, I was always helping people and going out to get information for extra resources. So when I left and I moved to the Middle East, I had been on medication for depression and I wasn't. So I called my therapist in the States and I was like, I'm not taking the meds. What can I do? So she basically said, um, what well, you do remember the coping skills I taught you. So she's like, no, you're really going to have to utilize that. And so I started having to, I think I was no longer in withdrawal, but I started using alternative methods. So what was interesting, but when I was, I think 10 years ago, I don't think the internet was as prevalent as it is now. So I think I, I always think that I tapped into the, the knowledge that's out there. Um, I started, I remembered I used to do tapping. When you suddenly decided no more meds, and as you know, like the world is taking medication, they're over-medicated, right? And when you suddenly discovered you needed to really tap into your resources, this is the juicy parts that I know the audience is going to really want to hear. Um, directly, what was the number one go-to technique for you that would break that state of, you know, what you were suffering? And I'm going to go into that in just a moment, but I'm just going to ask this question first. What would be the number one go-to that really got you out of hot water? What would have you said was that specific technique? Um, I think it was tapping. Um, I remembered that. Um, so I started thinking about uh, what I used to do with my students that I um, that I used to work with, and I remembered pressure. So I started. Um, I started doing like I would hold my wrists, and I remembered that. Uh, so I was doing like my own version of tapping. And yeah, yeah. so, so I, I, it would be like uh, breathing or putting my hand, like concentrating on my heartbeat. And then I contacted my, my therapist again and then she explained tapping a bit more. So then I did some more research and I did find like how you could do it. So I, I started using a lot of breath work and tapping. I found that it really, really did help. And then um, my, I used to call it my baby system, uh, one of my best friends, uh, she suggested um, music. She's like, well, don't you like um, K-pop? So I started listening to a lot of music. So I, I like to use, I call it life theme music. So I used uh, music, tapping, and my my own form of journaling so i used to do a lot of uh brain dumping so i just like writing down what i was feeling so that i wouldn't um focus on it so it's it i, I basically put it together my own form oh of therapy my. oh my i'm just going to pause you right here because we have got some gold nuggets now because remember you've got to remember our audience is going to range from people who have no idea about the, um, the the subconscious work that we do to people that are really wanting to launch into their programs, to people that are already high-end coaches that are looking for inspiration to business people that, you know, and, and everyday people that just want to bring success to their life. So what Michelle has just explained, and I'm going to uh, actually really give you some great news here too, Michelle, because obviously I've been training and certifying people for a very, very long time. 
you are what I call part of, and I think I've told you this before because I usually do pick it up when people come into my container because the moment a person invests and they're with me, I, I get to know these things. It's like there is this radiation between them and myself. They quite often rise. I get downloads and I say that you are one of the rare 5% and I'm going to tell you why and you've just hit the nail on the head. There was something that my success as a coach, because I was very fortunate when I first stepped in, I mean, I had opportunity and, you know, like they say, I, I wrote a post about luck today and they say that luck favours the, the uh, mind that is a prepared mind. It's an opportunity for the prepared mind. So that's what luck is. It's not, I used to think of it as something that actually ran out, you know, being a Christian. The fact is that what, what makes people succeed um, and other people not succeed, especially so quickly in this industry, and I feel that you are going to be that person of the 5% isle that will succeed. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one, you took it upon yourself to not only tap. So I'm going to actually do two things here by explaining, but I'm helping the audience and also showing and demonstrating what it takes to really be a successful coach. So you took the liberty and you decided you would go forward and start tapping. Now, you mentioned, and I am a very linguistic person where I listen to what people will say, but I listen to what they don't say. And one of the things you said was that you, even though you didn't really know the technique off by heart, you kind of made up and ad-libbed, Right. Yes. Now that is classic. So, you know, this is what we call taking imperfect action. A lot of people, they'll come into our industry, especially if like I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and they'll go, oh, you know, is this dangerous? The fact is that it doesn't matter whose field you're in. You could be going into business with Coca-Cola. If you are rubbing shoulders, you need to know who you are rubbing shoulders with. Because everything is energy and everything is energetic. So in actual fact, when you make the choice to rub shoulders with the right people and have the right people working with you, you cannot, you cannot actually really make a mistake because a lot of people fear that, oh, if we're dealing with, you know, powerful tools like, you know, hypnotherapy and EFT and um, breath work where it changes a person's mindset so fast as opposed to counselling that it must be dangerous if you get it wrong. That, that could not be truer. That could not be actually more untrue. And I'll explain to you why. The worst thing that can happen is that nothing would happen. <laughs> Nothing would change. That is the worst. The best thing is that you would experience change. And the fact that you just took it upon yourself to tap, right? And, you know, you tapped where you tapped. What tapping does is it taps on the pressure points. And what it's actually doing is it's releasing 
the memory of the stored energy that was in the library of your physical body because your body is the library. And then you can recode it. So, okay, let's just pick it up from that conversation. So the next thing you said is you said that you did breath work. Yes. Breath work and also you said uh, sound healing. Now, this is something that is extremely um, more uncommon than a lot of the other elements. A, a lot of people don't know much about sound healing. So would you like to go into that sound healing and express, um, you know, how that worked for you, what it did for you and what you actually utilised? Sure. Um, I think maybe because I studied the piano for eight years from the time I was in grade three until my music teacher died when I was in form two. So I th that music has always been part of um, part of my life. I like listening to uh, Korea music from Korea. And one of my favorite bands is Big Bang. And this particular band, they, they explore genres. So what was um so if you're feeling angry and you can't express it you put on your headphones and then you you're saying it's in korean and no one understands you what you no one understands what you're saying but you get that you get it out and i love learning languages so korean was one of the languages i actually started learning in the of in the last 10 years so yeah so you're you, actually you're you're actually expressing yourself Yes. Isn't it? It's like you're expressing yourself. And, and how many people out there do we know that bottle up so much unsaid stuff and then it turns inward and it kind of moves into that really negative energy? So, you know, when you're kind of, I can just imagine um, all these people sort of, do you move your body as you're actually sitting it? Um, I dance. I, <laughs> I like to dance, so I dance. Okay, that's amazing. And I believe, I actually believe that the movement of the body that moves the energy, the voice activation that you're singing, you know, every F word or whatever, you know, all the stuff that you just want to get out in another language. And it's like you're giving yourself permission isn't it? Yes. It's like yes. you're literally giving yourself permission to release it, say what you want, get it out of your body and really move and, and change your frequency. Yes. Um, there's another song by, it's an old uh, girl group. It was called 21. It's Negachi Chalaka, which is I am the greatest. So, so I, so I like to call that uh, part of my therapy. I call that for me life, life theme music. I like to use affirmations. I like to use declarations. I like to use music. When I want to connect with my students, I always want to use music. So, um, even uh, the other K-pop band that's really famous is BTS. So, one of the songs that I started listening to was not today. And it's a song about, you know, and the underdog is we're not dying today. If I'm having an experience where I'm not feeling myself, I would put that in there. I would have um, the greatest negatita uh, laka, not today and orimorigeta and any other songs that I like so that I can just sing and just, 
I like to I like to call that lifestyle music because it it helps me raise my vibration and that's what I call that. Uh, it, it I feel I I I feel um I feel better when when you I think when you listen to music uh that that was what was interesting because I found when I listened to music I felt better so then I started when I started taking more classes and I I've seen people do dance therapy I was like oh okay so I just I, I didn't really discover I I well it was new for me but I and this is why I say I tapped into the universal truth that's out there I like I stumbled on it but it was just I listened to myself and one of the other things I I have been doing was like okay I need to find ways to fall asleep so I started looking for uh white noises or whatever and then I found um this other his name is Michael Seely he does he, he does these uh hypnotic oh, yeah, hypno- I know Michael Seely. He, so he does you say hypnotic I have trouble sleeping so I just put that on and then I fall asleep or if I need to take beautiful, a nap. Beautiful. Do you so, ever find, Michelle, that when you're, you know, like if you're having a bad day or you're having a moment where, you know, things are not quite move, gelling for you or not quite working out, that you just bring your song into it? Do you utilise it that way? Yes, I, I, I sing or I do uh, breathwork and I think, I think since we did the, the, the last masterclass, I've been doing the the dragon breath. So oh yes, the the dragon breath that I taught. It's interesting, yes. you know. Uh, have you? I mean, you've obviously heard of Beyonce. I mean, everyone's heard of Beyonce, right? Yes. And you know, Beyonce refers to Oshan, and this is the goddess of water. And if you listen to her music. Um, it's it's very 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 powerful. And actually, I'm in a um, a very unique next level five dimensional uh, mentorship. Um, I'm always in mentorships because that's that's really what it's all about. You know, if I can't invest in myself, how can I expect anyone to invest in themselves? You know, and you know, Beyonce always refers uh, to Oshan. And it's all about water and the cleansing and being a queen. And it's really interesting because in one of our sequences, we were, it was like ceremonial. And what we did was because we do a lot of alternative energetic work. And so one of the elements was where uh, a voice activation where the voice activation is where you are actually um, really going back in time to times and places. You know when you have those moments where you think to yourself, why didn't I say that? Or, you know, how did I let that happen? And, you know, you know, sometimes where you wished you could have said certain things or you wished you didn't say certain things, or someone's really made you angry or, or you filled up with emotion. And so what would happen, and, and you would have experienced this in one of my classes too, you actually activate what you want to say and you, you, um, you, just, you just scream it into the pillow. And this is, this is what, you know, uh, this portal that I'm in, this is what we would be doing. And so we would scream into the pillow Speaking to people from even way back 
in childhood to a person that may have abused us, letting them know what we thought, what we felt. But then it would be finished and complete with this ceremony of where, you know, we would move our body and and shift the energy and transmute it. So, yeah, I, I love that you have brought this up, Michelle. So tell me now, when you were doing your zone of genius, and, and I know that you're ready to step in in a very, very big way, and because you're such a, you know, divinely talented woman, I believe that you're going to really be able to bring so many gifts to the world. Uh, what did you discover? Like when we were asking you to, you know, uh, state what it is that you really, really wanted, your mission, you know, like really what you want to do for the world. It's almost like legacy, legacy work. What Did you come up with anything? Um, yes, I did. Um, so I think since, since we've had that class, I've been um, calling myself a reformed perfectionist. So I want to help women who deem themselves as perfectionist and maybe they don't say it out uh, outrightly. Maybe they are feeling overwhelmed. Maybe they are feeling overwhelmed, they procrastinate, and they don't have enough time for self-care. I want to help them know or learn that it's okay not to be perfect. We are all perfectly imperfect and you do not have to be overworking yourself, feeling overwhelmed, uh, take a step back. So I want to help them discover their authentic selves so that they can, I think the reason why we are perfectionists, maybe there's a reason, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, something that happened from childhood, there's a trauma. And it, so I want to help uh, women heal from that and, for them to discover who they truly are. I'm having moments where I'm, I'm remembering things and, I'm, and then I'm just telling myself, it's okay. Um, I've, I'm going to let, let that go. And the true me is uh, I can't do everything. I think right now there's a, there's a movement. I can't remember correctly because I've just seen it um, on Instagram where the strong the strong black woman, we're all saying, no, we're not going to be strong black women. We are vulnerable. We are in pain and we might, we do, we need someone to take care of us. So I want to help women learn how to, I think for, for maybe to stop operating in the masculine energy and be more in the female energy, because I, I think I, I did that for several years and it's tiring. So it's time to get a get a balance in who you are and be in the feminine energy. Uh, one of my former clients, she, I, I, I kept telling her that, uh, you know, we finished the work together and then she was just pushing, pushing, pushing. And I kept telling her, you know, you need to slow down. You need, it, she accelerated her plan by a whole year. And then she's like, yeah, I'm ready. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going. And then she went back home and her body was like, okay, I'm back here. You're going to slow down. So as soon as soon as she got ready to leave, she got sick. Things flared up. And I and then she just said to me the other day, she said, you know, I finally realized what you were trying to tell me. I needed to 
slow down. And I've really, I'm learning to take life one day at a time because I had my own timetable. And I think um, that's, that's one thing that I had. I had a timetable and nothing happened. Nothing on that timetable happened. I think especially in 2019, no, 2020, with COVID, I had this big elaborate summer. Uh, I was going to go spend the summer in, in Asia. And it was like, oh, okay. So when COVID started, it's like, I was like, no, 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 no. It's going to go away. It's, it's, it's cold. Then it's like, uh, flights are closing. And they're like, do you want to go? I'm like, go where? I'm not going anywhere. And then it was like, okay, we're really not. The world shut down. And then it was like, oh, Okay. So now what? And it was like, okay, now you have to get to know yourself better. You have to tap into less feminine energy, uh, no, less masculine energy and more feminine energy. I think one of my coaches from six years ago, she said it and she's like, you, you give way too much of yourself. You need to pull back. And I'm always, so every day when um, I'm always thinking she would be so proud of me because I'm no longer pushing. And um, these days, if I, I will have plans for the day and if I'm not able to do everything, it's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. I love that. that. And what I'm really hearing there is you've certainly been listening because, you know, moving into that beautiful feminine flow that is that is just you know such a a magical um, element and it is just so incredible to be able to just slow down just breathe and take the time to be all of you because you are divine as you are now do I have permission to go really deep and in order to do this we need to do it quite Fast and you have answered the first question um, really beautifully. And this is this is the way we really track people's, you know, I, I'm talking their conviction, their mission, their Oprah Winfrey um, mission, right? You know, where that it's their their why is bigger than any how. So do I have your permission, Michelle, that we can yes. go ahead and do that? Okay. Sure. So I'm, sure. Yeah, so what I'm really hearing is that you have uh, more than a very deep, deep, deep um, curiosity to really help people. And I've heard that right through anyway. That's been threaded through the conversations um, where you've really resourced and helped people. And by stating your mission that you want to help women discover their true, authentic self and, and, and really, you know, unshackle themselves and, you know, I guess release the overwhelm because how many people are overwhelmed out there and, you know, those women that are, are struggling and battling and men too, um, absolutely, because I, I know men and women listen to my podcasts. Um, and when you actually take the time for yourself and discover your feminine flow, it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, when you discover your feminine flow, you will be amazed how the dance of life can happen. So let's, uh, being that your mission is to really help these women 
to overcome their, you know, perfectionism and, you know, their not enoughness and the shackles that are that are really um, holding them back through their perfectionism and 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 ca causing them to work too hard and push too um, by the sounds of it as well. Why does that? Now, this is where the quick answer comes in. First answer that comes to your head, one sentence, why do you want that? Be because I know how painful it is. That's, that's where I came from. Boom. Okay. So you know why. And because you've come out of my genius zone, I love the way you've been able to directly go there, apart from the fact that you are an emotionally intelligent woman. Um, so you've done a lot of work on yourself. You have been able to really understand that, you know, I guess I call it your pain becoming your fame. So leveraging your coaching practice through what you have been through yourself that you've overcome and helping women because you know what that is like. Tell us, what is that like? What is it like to, to come out of that, that place? Actually, no. What is it like to be in that place? It's very dark. Um, you feel it's, 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 you're in a dark place and you feel like you can't get out and you are just existing and not living. Yeah, I hear that. So in a dark place where you feel like you can't get out and feel like you're existing rather than living. And, you know, what does that do for a person's life? Like how does it actually affect and impact a person when they're just existing like that? So, so I think that's when that's where the perfectionism comes in because you you will be like, well, this one area of my life is not working out, so I'm going to be good at maybe I'm going to be good at work, and then you put all your energy for work, and then you don't have anything else. You don't have any energy for any other parts of your life. Uh, maybe personal, maybe relationships, maybe. Um, or you, um, here's an example that um, when I was, when I did my second master's, I was working three jobs. I don't know how I did it. And I graduated with a 4.0. So uh, about six years ago, I said, oh, I'm going to go back to school. Um, I should be able to do it. And ooh, that was <laughs> very, um, that was an interesting decision because um First semester, I did okay. I was doing assignments. But when it came to exam time, my exams were the same time as my students' exams. And I still had to do my job. So I wrote my exams. I did pass, but I did not get the, the A's that I used to get. So it, that took a lot just to say, okay, it's fine. Um, what matters is, you know, I got the grade. Then the following semester, uh, same thing happened and so it was like so I stopped g giving 200 percent I'm now I'm taking away from it so I was feeling guilty I was still showing up for work but to the point where I suffer from insomnia and I was my body was telling me please pay attention to your gut but I was like uh, it's okay I would wake up 
uh, vomit and then drink coffee and go to work. Stuff would pop up. I would, you know, uh, deal with it. And then I'd come home and then I have to deal with my body. But it gotten to the point where it's not, that wasn't good. Because when I would go home, I'm, I would go visit my parents and then it's like, you have nothing to do. So I, again, I was looking for things to be busy instead of enjoying the time. So yeah, you, you exist, you don't live. And then there's so many things that you miss out on. Oh and yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, how many people out there are going to relate to this, you know? Um, and I hear that circuit that you're talking about, that circuit of where, you know, you get stuck in this rut, you're in a dark place, you've had something, you've had a trauma in your life and that is where you do require a lot of healing, a lot of energetic healing and that trauma is blocking a lot of your ability to, to live that beautiful, harmonious and balanced. And, I mean, is life ever balanced? But, you know, when I say that beautiful, harmonious life, it's, it's more that life of magnetic flow and that dance between the masculine and the feminine. Um, but as you said and you've pointed out, and I, I'm, I'm just... a watching your program evolve already right here but you know that person that's in that space and they're 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 stuck so what they're doing is they're kind of driven by you know being overworking over hard on themselves in that area where they're almost compensating and in the meantime they're burning themselves out all of their energy is going into this place in this space where they're really just trying to block and as a result they're neglecting their relationships they're you know neglecting their own personal happiness they're not sleeping properly they're living on coffee going to work and then they've got to come home and deal with their body so right there I can tell you that this is a, a, a probably an ultimate program for the high achieving woman that is actually driven by her own trauma. But she doesn't have to be driven by that trauma anymore because what she can do is she can turn her, as I said, her story, like the pain of her story, and actually transmute it so that it becomes her glory. So how would this look? So you bring this beautiful program and, and we'll, we'll launch this right here um, on podcast, probably in the, maybe depending on Michelle and where she's at and, you know, really how much she feels a conviction to do this. Um, I can see a program, but how would this look? Can I paint this little picture for you? Sure, go ahead. Actually, it's, it's quite a, a, a big picture because this is all you. You have all the craft. So the craft is yours. The story belongs to you. You are the author. And we know you've already written three books, right? So that's a yes. whole other subject that we'll talk about in another podcast. But, yes, Michelle is an author. She's a natural-born writer. So she's very creative. 
So, you know, you're going to be um, attracting other people who are very creative, other people who are intelligent, who are driven, but they've had trauma and they've faced a lot in their life that is blocking and stopping them. So then they come in and they come into your elite program. No, well, it's not even a program because we know that you want to create a container. So I'm just going to call it a container. They come into this beautiful portal, this container, where you are actually helping that woman to rediscover her true inner self. And the magic of where, you know, between now and, and, and when you launch is going to look like this. They're going to come in and they're going to, firstly, they're going to become aware of what they have been going through. Then they're going to become more learned and that's when knowledge does become power because you're giving them the opportunity to make it powerful. Not, it's not that we're saying we're powerful, but we're giving people the power to put into their hands. So as you take this beautiful woman through this incredible experience where she's dancing with life, where she's dancing with the devil and she's like, you know, almost uh, fronting up and then actually releasing and then she becomes able to dance with the spirit of life. She dances with the Holy Spirit. She's anointed. She, she's able to write. She's able to journal. She's energetically releasing all the strongholds, letting go of all the soul contracts. And then she's rising and she is going into five dimensional where she can be the creator and she can heal her existence and turn all of where she's been into her future in what she then begins to thrive. All of a sudden, she learns how to dance with herself. She doesn't even need anyone to dance with. She doesn't need the devil to dance with anymore. She's kind of lost that, you know, she's released those patterns. She feels adorned and blessed every day by the Holy Spirit. So she's equipped to really come into her own authentic, prized possession, her own self-power. And then she begins to flow in her feminine energy. And that's when I believe, Michelle, and this is another podcast away, that you can actually help them to write their story you can help them to journal. People that want to be authors, you can help them develop those templates in that experience, in your container. And, and this can be a university that is taking all their adversity and rising them to allow them to be, you know, the designer of their destiny. What do you reckon? Uh, that sounds exciting.
Can we do that How tomorrow? would you like to launch that? How would you like to launch <laughs> it? I know you can do it. Can we, can we do it tomorrow? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that. I was really, really hoping you were going to say that. Well, you know, if you're if you've been watching this, I want to say that I I could have I could go on for two hours with Michelle because we're so aligned, um, and there's so much more that we can talk about. And you you this is not the end of this. You will be seeing uh, or hearing uh, if it's podcast. You will be hearing from us again uh, the story, this story, and the next chapter of what is going to evolve. And so I would like to kind of close with asking you a question where I'm going to give you the stage, but I'm going to ask you to share with the woman that is out there who obviously doesn't have your skill sets yet or she may not know all the modalities and she doesn't know what you're going to be offering yet either. But what can she be doing for herself between now and when she hears from you again? Um, the first thing um, you want to do is ask yourself, am I ready for a change? So you want to say, you want, you need to re really, uh, as Terry likes to say, dig deep. And you also need to ask yourself your subconscious permission because your subconscious has been protecting you. So you need to now um, let your subconscious know that you you need to thank you need to be thankful for uh, it was doing its best to protect you and that's why you do what you do because you were you were not ready so you ask yourself dig deep then you ask for permission can you can you release and are you ready are you going to say yes to that desire for change inside your soul because that is really what's what's happening and once you start having that burning desire for change give yourself permission to if you're feeling sad if there's a trauma as i always say if you need to seek help of a mental health specialist do so if you um, maybe you can start writing about it. If you don't like writing, you can start recording. Um, start letting that pain out, whether it's dancing, listening to music, walking, however you need to do that. And then start telling yourself that, well done, for all that you have done, for all the things that you have been carrying for all the things that you have done, even when you're working as a perfectionist, start thanking yourself, forgive yourself for being hard on your body, for being hard on yourself. And if there are people that you have hurt, if you are, but maybe if you're not ready yet, then, then don't worry about it because right now it's about you. Uh, and then start saying things like, I love you. Well, I love me. Um, I say that to myself. Um, uh, uh, can I just give a brief story? In African culture, well, in my, in, my, in my family, it was not normal to say I love you. But when I was in the States and I was getting, I love you, I love you. So one conversation I had with my parents, I'm like, Mama, I love you. She's like, oh, thank you. I said, no, Mama, I said, I love you. 
And she said, then my dad, I, I love you. But now we ending the calls with, I love you. So if I can tell my family, I love you, I have to tell myself, I love me. And my current stance is, I, so my current stance is, I will always choose me. I will always choose me. I want something. I want someone. I will weigh it. If it's going to cost me, me, then I'm not taking it. I don't care what it is. If it's going to cost me my mental health, if it's going to cost me my self-worth, if it's going to cost me all the work that I've had to do to bring myself to where I'm at, then it's not worth it. And sometimes if you want something, it's not coming, but you have something, be grateful for what you have. Express gratitude. Expressing gratitude for what you have is good because it, you're letting God know that I'm ready for more. I can handle this. So That's so good. So, yeah, say yes to, to yourself and then start even if it's just um, – and, and then the big thing is um, – Yes. Take a moment out for you. That is self-love, self-care. That is so important. You have got to start putting you first. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's, uh, well, I, I'm trying to just quit drinking coffee. If it's saying, if you, even if you have an obligation, if you're tired, if you can cancel, cancel. Hmm. And if it's Can't, you yeah. take, taking a shower and going to bed at four o'clock, I'm all for that these days. <laughs> I am all for that it's because energy is about. And and uh, so that is that is your nightgown and watch Netflix because you know you need that time. Do it. So yeah, so take a moment out for you. That is actually um, well w until they they're ready to work with me. Um, they can get my oh I can't sorry I'm pointing. Uh, okay, you they can get my book. Take a moment out for you. Uh, I have some tips on how to beautiful. The love yourself. Um, they can listen to my podcast, which is Take a Moment Out for You. Um, I will be recording more episodes. They can do whatever they want, some form of self care, even if it's taking going to get a donut. <laughs> I mean, I've had uh, my Take a Moment Out for You of myself uh, for my 40th birthday. I took myself to Korea, I got to go to my beloved Korea. Um, in 2019, BTS came here. I got to see BTS, and that was a. I was checking off my my bucket list. I got to go to a K-pop concert, and just so happened, I attended the one of the hottest bands in the world. And so, so I think 2019, I, I called that the year of going left. I was doing everything I would not normally do. I went to Japan because my best friend lives there. Uh, then I heard Lisa Nichols was going to be in Dubai. I went to Dubai and it was like, people are like, where are you going? Like, oh, I'm yeah. like, Lisa, Lisa Nichols is a guru. <laughs> Lisa Nichols is coming. Like, okay. And they're like, you're going to Dubai? You're going shopping? I'm like, no, it's a workshop. You're going to Dubai for a workshop? I'm like, yeah. So that my take, my take a moment out for me has been as big as a trip. 
Okay, so now is there any way that people can get their hands on your book now or will that be ready the next time we speak? So by end of April, um, I should be selling my uh, the 2022 version of Take a Moment Out for You as an ebook. Oh, yes. It is, and it is available on Amazon, but I have added uh, some new chapters and I'm currently working on taking take another moment out for you where I go into um, more detail as I am learning. The, the new material that's been added in this book is about self-love, retraining your subconscious and setting smart goals. And I think I might be updating the version that's on Amazon. So that should be available by the end of the month. Listen out for our next podcast. And you can even go to um, Amazon and look up Take a Moment Out for out You. Out for You. That's right. Or check out Lavender Dreams. So thank you so much, Michelle. And I just want to uh, just give my absolute gratitude for everything that you have, the, the gold you've brought and the transparency the authenticity and just being that light to women. And I can't wait to be launching your program on this podcast soon, maybe sooner than I even thought. Okay. Thank you, Terry. And uh, just wait backstage and uh, thank you and I'll be right with you. Amazing. Wow, wow, wow. What an incredibly gifted woman. And, you know, if you've got a gift inside you, if you have got something inside you that you want to share right here on my podcast, you can go to terrymessenger.com. It is under maintenance at the moment, depending on when you're listening, but give it a go and it'll soon be up if it's not. But go to terrymessenger.com, get in contact with me, book a call, come and share your story, or maybe you want to know what your zone of genius is. We can help you navigate and watch this space and listen out for our podcast coming up with the beautiful Michelle and we are going to be bringing that to you really soon. So wherever you are in the world, have an amazing day or evening and we will see you on our next podcast. Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to know how to tap into your zone of genius or if you have a gift that you want to platform to the world, go to my website, terrymessenger.com, and where it says Elite Crown Master Key, click on Book a Free Discovery Session, and we will map out your road to success.